Welcome to the Blue Oasis Podcast. This is the podcast for finding peace and prosperity in your life, learning the history of hobbies, as well as making a little side hustle out of your hobbies. If you want to find balance in your life and find peace, this is your show. Get ready. You're listening to the Blue Oasis Podcast. I am your host, Adam Rostein. All right, let's get to the show. And welcome back to the Blue Oasis Podcast. It has been a hot minute. Uh, with me today are two of my middle school chums, Zach Rothfeld and Rob Saw. You too. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. Good to be here, Adam. Thank you for having us on. Very good. Uh, so we are talking about side hustles, business, how you got started, and your background. Um, all right. So which one of you wants to begin first? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, Rob, do you want to go? Yes, I guess I'll go first. Uh, hi, my name is Rob Saw. I'm a social media. My side hustle is social media marketing and promoting. I currently work in the music business. I started in 2009 as, a, as just an aspiring social media marketer and advertiser, and I networked and I worked with a lot of big people and all these different things, you know, so, and, you know, that's my background story, and I'm currently working um, in the Baltimore scene as a, a concert promoter and social media marketer and an advertiser, so, you know, just getting out there and restarting my operations again, so I'm, good. I'm, I'm happy to be back. Zach? Hey, everybody. It's Zach Rothfeld. Hope everyone's doing well. So I currently work for Montgomery County Public Schools as a paraeducator, uh, but my side business is uh, I coach tennis, uh, not just for kids, but also for beginner adults, intermediate adults as well. Uh, started liking tennis when I was in middle school, stopped, picked it back up about over, it will be seven years as of January. Um, and I've been coaching for about three, four years now. So it's um, been really interesting during the pandemic, actually, it really helped um, business boom, extraordinary. So I'm very uh, grateful business is still running, you know, here and there. Um, just looking forward to continuing the success and pass it down to my future generations to come. Good to hear. So uh, my first question for you both is, how did each of you get started in your particular side hustles? So for tennis, <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? No, I, I really enjoy coaching, uh, just not the kids mainly, you know, I've enjoyed, um, you know, giggling with them, laughing with them, teaching them, you know, the techniques and stuff that they have to do, um, you know. Like I said, I work for Montgomery County Public Schools in the autism program, so I work with kids with special needs. And I think kids need um, really help going forward. I've, you know, I, I, as a tennis player, when I was younger, I didn't feel like I was getting the help I needed. I make it fun for the kids, and I want them to go home, practice, and, you know, teach their parents what they were taught during the lesson. All right. Rob? Yeah, I started um, in 2009 with zero, with zero across the board of, of, of the 
followers and my base and everything. And what I did was I, throughout the years, I networked, extensively networked. I connected with people. I taught people how to do social media. I got into the eBay and Etsy arena for a little bit there, you know, just uh, supporting that scene a little, a little bit with the social media advertisements and uh, promoting. Um, and then I have a very, I'm very passionate about music. So I wanted to do something with music. So I redirected my focus into the music business and getting into the music scene. And it was very hard for me. I started back in 2015. It was very hard for me to start in the music business because it's a very tough business. And it's, um, you know, just from, from where I was to where I am now, you know, just constantly traveling, constantly networking, constantly working for uh, different promoters, different bands, you know, so it's just been a very big, um, hard road ahead and it's still a hard road ahead, you know, so, you know, that's where I came from more or less. All right. Um, so how did you two go from zero to one? How, what did you do when you got that first big sale? Like what did, and I, and I guess, how did it feel? Um, as well. Well, all right. Well, you can start with, with what you did to get the first sale and then we'll go to the next question. Uh, but what did you do to get the first sale? So it was word of mouth. You know, I was at the JCC at the time, um, parents were looking for tennis coaches and I had my first one sale. Um, I want to say June 9th, 2020. So like right as we're slowly opening and stuff like that, um, it felt kind of great. And then of course, more word of mouth came by and people were excited. Um, you know, unfortunately I did have some clients, um, who were really, really looking forward to this year round, but of course the weather, the climate that we're in, especially in the mid Atlantic area, the DC region, it's so hard. And I, didn't really want to shut down, but I kind of had to. Um, as of now, today, I'm going to try my best to keep it open, weather permitting, for this winter. This will be the first winter I will be keeping it open. So we'll have to see how it goes. I'm a little hesitant, but you know, also I have people who really are interested in lessons, and I told them as long as the temperature is above 40 to 45 degrees, then we're going to be okay. Um, I don't really want to keep it open because of the weather, inclement weather and all the like the messy stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm looking out for the client as well. So, and I'm very, very hopeful that the Mid-Atlantic region does not get what we had last year. Uh, thank God we were below average or near average, but other parts of the regions were really, really hit. So um, that's, I'm just looking forward to continuing this business. Now, Okay, go ahead, Rob. You wanted to say something? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I started off doing a lot of uh, free work and just because in that business, you have to show them, you know, that you can actually do the work. So I had to work extremely hard. So I started to go to, uh, you know, venues. So I used to go to like Ramsed, the Birchmere. I used to go to Fishhead Canteen. I used to, you know, try and help them and support their promotions of their shows and everything. And what happened was, is that I ended up getting a, but not like a sale or something, but in my business, it's contracts. You know, I got a, a, a contract with Baltimore Sound Management in Baltimore. And um, because of all the hard work and because of the, like what Zach said, the word of mouth thing would also help me out too. You know, it was 
easy for me to get that long time contract and, and I felt very honored to work for them because they did we did very big shows we did Paramount 5000 we did Slaughter we did a lot of um, big shows and it was like from from going from nowhere to then all of a sudden getting that big contract you know it was I mean I was honored and just being able also we also did some power plant live in Baltimore so that was a dream come true because I've been to power plant and I've been to the inner harbor so being able to go there and promote and be known over there is pretty cool, you know. That's that's excellent. Um, follow up question, Zach. Yeah. Um, we talked about this uh, before the show, but why don't you um, rent an indoor court or an indoor facility with some space and then just bring your clients over there? You know, Adam, that's a great question. And, you know, I've, a lot of parents have asked that as well. And just, I'd have to, number one, work for a tennis facility in the area um, in order for that to happen. Um, meaning I would have to coach a couple classes depending on where it's at. Um, also, they get half the cut, which, and I really, you know, <laughs> especially the especially the, you know, especially with the hardship times right now, it's, it's really challenging and stuff. Um, and the parents really want to be outside. They don't really want to be inside with all the stuff that's been going on. If you've been hearing about the viruses and, you know, the COVID, et cetera. So it's, you know, I, I see where they're coming from, you know, from my standpoint, I probably would at some point, if I decided to work for the tennis facility, I would do that so I can bring clients in. It just right now, I think parents are a little still hesitant with COVID and flu and RSV and et cetera. So, so people are, they want to, they're, they prefer outside more than inside when they do tennis. Correct. Yes. And, it, and is, it like this, is it like the same field or is it like, is it like the same material on the field that they don't like or is it because I know that there, there's, isn't it like they're clay and different types of field, right? There's so, different, as Adam and I were talking yeah. prior as well. Um, yeah. There are different types of courts. Okay. Um, there's clay, there's hard hard top, which I usually play on. Uh, grass, I mentioned to Adam prior to this as well. Yeah. Grass, would be surprised, it's a little hard to maintain, which, you know, uh, shout out to my Eastern Shore friends. A <laughs> um, couple of them have grass courts on their back, um, in their backyard, so like I said, it's really hard to maintain grass and I just don't understand why, uh, the, you know, <laughs> so. the, the, does the, the grass work? Is like tall grass or like, is it like short I, grass? It's like AstroTurf. AstroTurf so, okay. Sorry, sorry, Adam. Oh, it's oh, like AstroTurf. Okay. Good. Thank There's, you. I just, I was about to ask uh, for clarification, AstroTurf. So yeah. it's, it's, it's not really like AstroTurf with the little pebbles. It's a smaller type grain of grass. Um, they do make specific type of balls for that as well uh, to bounce a little, because once it bounces, it's like a soft bounce and you got to really get to the ball compared oh. to like play or hard top court. All right. I, I think I got it. Um, so how do you manage uh, your clients, both of you? Uh, do you use email? Do you you text or 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 just um, have a spreadsheet? What do you do? I mean, for my business, we I, I utilize 
uh, Google Calendar. A lot, I think Google Calendar is is is, uh, is the greatest tool that you can use to manage clients. You know, it's good for because they can also have access to the calendar. You have access to the calendar. It's awesome to use that and, you know, just to plan out, you know, because sometimes I would have to plan out, you know, the stuff that my client has to do because, you know, they have to do some work as well to, to get me content and get me other material that I need. So sometimes I will put on the um, on the Google calendar, like, hey, you know, I need this. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. So it's it's just to keep it more organized. And and I do think that I try to have, you know, like on Monday mornings, I would call everybody you know and have some like just like touching every of my clients at the beginning of the week so we can have a a, a, a weekly goals and where we want to go and what we want to accomplish for the week and it's it's good for short-term goals to be organized as well as long-term goals so it's yeah. now how many days how, how many days weeks months do you book out for these clients um, you know, when it, when it comes down to my contracts, it, it normally is, we start off with maybe a three month contract as like a test run, because, you know, I don't want them to be in, in such a long-term contract if they don't like my services. So what we do is that we do just a test drive and I have a, a test drive fee that I charge per month. And I, and we do that for a short term. And if they like my services then we will renegotiate the contract at more or less of a higher fee. And maybe what we might do is instead of doing three months, maybe, maybe we might want to do maybe three more months or even a year out, you know, um, and that's what we've done. But there's some, there were some uh, contracts that were multi-year <laughs> contracts. So it, it depends on, you know, what the circumstances is. And your fees, I don't want to get on a personal level, but are they nominal fees or they're more down like the road type expense type um, fees? Um, it, it uh. depends on what it depends on what needs to be done. I mean, I normally with if, if, it's, if it's a test drive fee, what I do is that I go a little bit under my regular fee just so it could be a test drive fee so they could get a taste of what I can do for them for the th first three months. But then after that, I will bring it up. I mean, I, it's affordable. I mean, I'm not so totally, okay. expensive, you know, um, I know that there are some people that charge, you know, a lot of money per month. There's mm -hmm. some social media uh, marketers that will charge like, you know, 5,000, 6,000. I mean, it's just a lot of big things, you know, my services are much more affordable to that point. Okay. What do you charge? Um, I mean, so what I charge, I mean, for example, I mean, it's all negotiable, but I think the test drive fee, I normally go for maybe 200 to between 200 to 250 a month as the, as the test drive fee. But then after the three months, it will go up to whatever we negotiate. You know, it, it's, it's, it's on a contract by contract basis. So I think the minimum is two, two, from 200 to 250. Just just two hundred fifty dollars. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like not like not two hundred fifty thousand dollars or like no, no, two hundred fifty dollars. No. 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 It's not two hundred fifty thousand. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess also I want to ask another question. So does it depend on the location as well? Like you know, you said some charge five thousand dollars. So like, would LA or New York be or Miami be considered? It's um. It, it's I mean, the, 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 the greatest thing of my business is that I could do everything 
from my desk. I don't normally have to go to a certain location. I only do those kinds of traveling if I have to go network or if I have to go do something. But I've worked with clients from New York. I've worked with clients from even LA. I've worked with clients even in, even here in Maryland, you know, DC, Virginia, Baltimore, wherever, you know. So it, it depends on, it's not so, but when you're talking about the price, it's about, um, you know, how far you are up in the industry. If you're really high up, high level social media marketer, then you will, you charge can more. charge more. Gotcha. But if you're in the middle of the road, social media marketer in the business, like I am, you know, I'm not up there to that yet, you know, but if you're just from a small to minimum, then you can't charge a lot because you don't have the, um, the, uh, the, the clout. I mean, I have clout, but it's not big clout. It's just a clout. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Cause yeah. So Rob, you've worked with uh, some bands before. Um, you want to tell me about that? So, um, in, in what regards, like working with them or like Wait, how, how it was? Can, or... Well, can you name some of the bands that you've worked with? Just, just any of notoriety is my question. Yeah, I mean, I've um, promoted shows from um, Slaughter, who's a big metal band. Powerman 5000, he's a big, uh, big, also big band too. I've done Corey Glover of Living Color. I've done, he was also an 80s band, big 80s band for coming from the 80s. You know, I've, I've also supported some other artists, but the, just to name the few, you know, um, it's when you're working with a bigger band, it's sort of intimidating because it's like you want to do so well and you, and you get kind of like stressed out because you're trying to promote the show you're trying to sell all these tickets you know i mean and and even even <laughs> not only from the band's point but even from the venue's point you know even even power plant live i think that's a very big you know but i've also worked with a, a smaller artists like um like like i've worked with my last client was korazov so um i worked with him for a little bit uh, which is he was a new york metal artist so i worked with him for a little bit and then then I had to go away for a little bit to deal with some stuff, but then uh, then I came back and I'm back doing things. And yeah, so I've, I've worked with a lot of different bands, you know. All right, uh, Mr. Rothfeld. Um, so you make it, so you're now making up to 10K a month. Uh, and in, in sometimes like you've hit that threshold. So, so during the pandemic, yes. Last year was, as you said, a little close to that number, um, a little bit, probably a little bit more higher, actually, I, I hate to say it. Um, when this all started, it was under that. Uh, not going to get into deep, more detail about it, but uh, this year, I would say alone, I am less than where I was in 2020 and really, really less, almost, I would say, maybe double less than where I was last year. Is when we're talking about it's less than, do you think that's because of like the inflation and people not having the money to do it? Or is it because 2020 there was just no other option but to, if, you, if that makes any sense? So I would not say that. I did have to raise my prices, not just because of inflation, but just of my certification level. Mm -hmm. um, but also you have to keep in mind 2020 and 2021, uh, majority of the DC region 
the parents were working from home. So they had flexibility in their mm -hmm. schedule um, to basically uh, do lessons. Now, I think we're opened up more normalcy type thing. We are, uh, I can tell you, there are people that want tennis lessons. Um, it's just the schedule, the, the flexibility. You know, I coach in a specific area Monday through Friday and then another area or two on the weekends. So it's just, it depends on the people. Um, I have actually had actually people from Olney or Gaithersburg reach out to me and I tell them I coach in that area on that specific day from the specific time, you know, weather permitting. Um, it, it's just, I think since we're kind of back to normalcy, the kids are back to their normal activities, like more indoor activities for them, you know, um, indoor soccer, ice skating, uh, you know, ballet classes, et cetera. So um, I really, like I said, I'm not really complaining about it. You know, um, I'm actually kind of happy we kind of are normalcy. Um, you know, Bob, Rob and I have actually discussed prior to this, you know, uh, 2020, I think we kind of shutting down was kind of, in my personal opinion, I don't want to get on the political level, but. Uh, no, 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 go ahead. I'll probably chime in on this. Okay. You know, I kind of think that we kind of, you know, I was happy that we were, you know, I was coaching lessons and stuff and I, we had flexibility in our schedules and stuff. Um, but we could have, in just a uh, personal thing, I think shutting down for three months was kind of not great, you know, especially. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Adam. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I've, I have to admit that was the dumbest decision since we went into Iraq, at least, uh, maybe you could count Vietnam. Um, this is probably one of the few times where I'll just be stating this. This is not too much of a political um, podcast, even though sometimes people bring up politics on this show. Uh, yeah, that was the dumbest thing ever. It, and, and I know that, um, and this is, and, and I guess, you know what, maybe I'll tell you this story. So after pumping trillions of dollars into the market, um, or even just a little before that, it was April of 2020, I buy a course from Jason Stapleton. He is my mentor. Um, and of like how to just start an online business. And that was $300. Now, today you can build a website, um, have an email list campaign, go on Squarespace, whatever, and Wix, create it. I, I use Wix for my business, Wix.com for the website base. Um, you can book me for the booking site, which has an integrated system with uh, Stripe, which is a credit card uh, type company. And also um, uh, Google Calendar as well as Bob said. That's how, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Adam. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> so. all right. Well, yeah, yeah, just you two send me the links. I'll put, put them in the show notes. Um, yeah, so so I think it's very important uh, that we like just start getting that ex, those extra streams of, in, streams of income. I was, uh, dropped my mic there. Because, um, you know, this is the way towards peace and prosperity. It is because, I mean, think about it. your job. They could just, you know, fire you in a heartbeat. And uh, if you're in government, yes, the government can shut down at any time or, you know, 
or you know you sure. could get you could still get sick and you could like have a bad injury and and workers comp doesn't satisfy that and 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 yes yes, yes you you need this extra income and yep. and also guess what if if you don't like the way your boss is talking to you if you don't like his attitude guess what you can you can give him the finger and just say hey i'm out of here goodbye and and i do think that's very important um now question for you for you both have you ever started a newsletter with something like Substack, and then, and then just uh, charge uh, five dollars a month uh, for a subscription service or something like that. Um, could could we go back to the to the point that you were making about giving the boss the middle finger and starting your own stream of effort? You know, the, uh, yeah, the, 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 you know, I, my thing is is that you know a lot of people want to have their own businesses a lot of people want to do things a lot of people want to express themselves whatever you know the case might be they want to have those streams of income but you know yeah i mean you can give your boss the middle finger but i mean can the the the, the question is can your business can you can you survive off of your business can you can you survive off of your business can you pay your bills can you pay your whatever you need to do and i do think that some people quit their jobs thinking yeah i can do it but i've i've seen that there's some people down the road that fail in doing so you know so i think that what people are going to have to do before you say you know let's give the middle finger to the boss i, th I think that what you're going to have to do is make sure that your business is is self-sufficient and you have to also have to make sure that you have a very good plan for that because some people don't want, uh, some people will fail, you know, if they don't have a good plan and if they don't have that self-sufficiency within their own business. So can I, can I say something as well? Um, one moment. Uh, yeah. So Rob, how, how many months would you give it? Like, let's say you're making 10 grand a month for six months in a row and you're living in, um, I don't know, like, Cleveland or so, or some lower cost city, I guess, or not, 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 nothing too expensive, but something like a city like Cleveland, then would you say like after six months, like you've proven it, you know, you can, you, you don't have to give the boss a middle finger, but you can just say, Hey, I've found this new path in life. Um, thank you for everything. And then take your severance package and then continue on forward. And then you can actually, um, start increasing sales and revenue because you you'd have more time to do so so then would you be in agreement with me on that after a six month time frame i would i would have to it, it, you know but it's not i mean i would probably do not even months within like a year or two making sure that i'm able to do that because in my business it, it's a very unstable business and you know the music the music business during the pandemic and the concert promotion business, what happened was that everything went shut down, shut down and there was no business. I, it, it ruined my business. I, it, most of the stuff that I was working on cleared out and everything. So I would probably give it, you know, maybe a year or two, you know, just to see, and just to have a good plan down. Yeah. Okay. Now, was, if you, now, if you have a subscription service that is, did, digital and you don't need to be in any particular location and you've gotten 10 grand over six months uh consecutively mm -hmm. i mean 
then I would have to say that, you know, you've proven it and you're making 60 grand and you're making mo more, you've made more than most people mm -hmm. make in a year. I think that's, I think that's a, a good standard to set. And, and you're not working, you're also not putting eight hours of your day into mm -hmm. um, your boss's time and you can increase sales and market your products more uh, with those eight hours. So you can still increase sales. And if you really need to do it, um, you can go on Upwork as well to, to get some so clients as well. So when you're talking well. about like a subscription services, are you talking about like a Patreon or something like that? Where you yeah, yeah, but yeah, but Substack is with newsletters and you put podcasts in. I, I mean, if anything, Substack would be sort of a competitor to Patreon or Subscribestar. But 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 I, I think with with Patreon, I mean, Patreon is if they want to, um, if your base wants to donate to you on a, I think it's a monthly basis. You know, uh, the the other the other service that you um, were talking about, yeah, you know, talking about newsletters, and I mean, I've thought about doing a newsletter, but I've also thought about maybe. Uh, I've been talking to some people too, but maybe doing some tutorials and, you know, maybe doing something like that or much more of a consulting path, not so much of a newsletter. I mean, I could do a newsletter because I've, I did have a blog at some point that was the Rob Saw show. It, it didn't do so well. So I had to pull it and I had to focus, refocus on other stuff that was the strongest stuff in my business, you know, but, um, but going back to, um, what I ever do, I, I mean, yeah, I might do it, maybe tutorials, maybe tips, you know, maybe I could write about that, but a full blown newsletter, probably not. Okay. So not for you, but on, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So not for you. Now you would put videos on YouTube and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That would be I, I do much better doing videos and doing audio than sitting down and writing something. Have you thought about bringing back the Rob Shaw show at any point. Um, I mean, I've, I've thought about bringing back the, my podcast. So I've, I've done that many times. I've, I've thought about, it. I've talked to some people, I've talked to, you know, some marketers and whatever about doing that, but you know, at this point now, I, I don't have the time to commit to bringing back the Rob Shaw show, but I would probably have probably want to do that maybe again. And, but, but maybe it, but it has to be at a good time. And I, I have to I have the right, people in place after have a marketer in place have to have because you know it's uh, me working my day job and then I also work in my side hustle I got you. Yeah. um you know it's a lot of marketing it's a lot of doing things and and just making sure that I'm able to aff not to afford the thing I mean I can afford the, the equipment right. but also making sure that I can make back my money on my podcast so I can foot the bill for the equipment if that makes any sense so there's not, just a lot, a lot, a lot yeah. of things that have to be put in place first before I bring that back, you know, uh, I mean, I did, I do have 10,000 followers on Twitter, you know, and I, it was a lot of hard work doing that, you know, getting the 10,000 followers. And I also dabbled a little bit in TikTok, you know, so I've been doing a little bit of TikTok videos <laughs> lately, you know, I think, you know, I, I think that's where it's going. I don't think that yes, podcasts are big and popular, but I do think it's video going, going, yeah. going down the line. I do think that short videos are going to be the way of the future because in America, we have a very, uh, you know, we have an attention span of, you know, seconds, you know, we have a very short attention span. So I think that I totally agree, you know, even with um, social media advertising, I do think that it's going to go in the way of, you know, short videos, 
quick to the point videos because people are not going to sit there and read you know, and read and do everything. So I think that that's what is where it's going with short videos, oh, totally. quick to the point, and you know, I, yeah, I do do think that that's going to be more effective. You know, I kind of have to disagree with you on that because, like, you can say that we have a short attention span, but no, I think it's that we're just putting our, our attention somewhere else. It has been the same for however long human being for a million years or however long human beings have existed on this planet because I, I see because, all right did, yeah, you, no no did you want to chime in I, I see both of your guys points you know generally where I stand is usually I hear both sides of of the um um statement and I okay. just huh the argument the argument <laughs> well I'm trying to not yeah. be you know I'm not trying to bring politics and like I said, but you know, generally I see both sides, you know, you know, where I agree with both of y'all. Um, yes, we do have a small attention span. Yes, we get distracted in our everyday lives. I, I can tell you, I it's the same same thing happens to me. Uh, but I mean and, and especially with the younger kids, I can tell you that's why originally I was doing our lessons and someone told me you should bring that back. You should do 45 for the kid or a half hour. Um, and half hour, you can't really get a lot in. I get that, but their attention span, as Bob's been bringing up, like the kids, just in general kids, they don't focus. Mm -hmm. They just, you know, they they ask me questions. What time is it? When is the lesson going to be over? Mm -hmm. You know. But but that but that you know, not to cut you off, but that goes across the board. I mean, and I do understand what you're saying, Adam. Is that yeah, you know, there's there there is a, a very tiny niche that will go and you know actually spend the time to watch a video what spend the time to um you know read a newsletter I and mean, that's that's a very tiny niche the vast majority of the of of the population has short attention spans you know and that's what that's why if you ever see advertisement on facebook you know it's just short advertisement it's not a long advertisement you know it's just very Compared short advertisements mine. because it's <laughs> it's um because people have a short attention yes there are people that will sit there and watch a video and or read a newsletter but that's a very tiny niche compared to the vast majority of the population and i've been in the in the business for for a long time that i that i even looking at data looking at numbers talking to people that's just what it's going to be going down it's like you know you have a short attention span so you have to figure out okay, how can you revolve your advertisements and make advertisement to that to meet that short attention span is always no you're fine yeah so okay also as well as another small business tip less is more the less you say the yeah. more the people will understand and you know come that's by right. i've been told cut back on my posting you know, holiday postings, whatever. But I want them to give a message out and say, hey, look, we're going to be open for Thanksgiving. We're going to be closed. You know, I want them to be alert. Yes, I've been told to cut back. So the <laughs> holiday post? Well, just posting in general, just posting. Um, I don't think is there a possibility I can share screen, Adam, and just show? I, don't think I mean, 
Podcast. All right, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I'll, so, I'll, I'll so, allow it. And just, uh, just, but, disregard, disregard. But not, yeah, no. But, but but if if you guys want to check it out, tennis for kids mm-hmm. Facebook page. Yeah. I, you can see all the posts as well. Yeah. Um, also, if you're looking in starting a small business or looking for more help with your small business, there's a um, nonprofit organization. They're across the uh, world. I think the United States mainly they're in. It's called SCORE. It's a mentoring service to help you guys start um, small businesses. So shout out to uh, David Rothfeld and Richard Rose, who assisted me helping start my small business, my dad and my step-grandfather. They are mentors in the DC region, um, helping people start small businesses. Um, uh, Richard Rose has helped many people start bagel shops, pharmacy companies. Uh, David Rothfeld helped me. He's a former uh, radiologist. So he was helping people start small, you know, medical offices, practices, and et cetera, and some other stuff as well. So um, I really want to thank them for helping me start my business. If it wasn't for them, um, they helped me. And also shout out to, um, there was a guy I listened to last year, and I can't remember his name. He was up in Harrisburg. It'll come to me, but <laughs> um, I want to thank him because he was actually helping me, you know, succeed a little bit more because um, he's on the finance end of the thing. Like, how am I supposed to promote? How am I supposed to get, you know, uh, clientele and stuff like that? Um, and you guys, I also want to mention as well, I was talking with Rob and Adam prior to this as well, always have an emergency plan in place, like have a backup plan, have you know, like for a natural disaster, like a hurricane coming or. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, yeah. You know, electrical outage, you know, uh, et cetera. Um, so just, you always have that small, you know, a global health crisis, like, you know, COVID um, economic crisis, like back in the thirties, you know? Um, so always have either emergency funds or emergency plan, like, you know, um, shout out to the Eastern Shore Tennis League Association. I helped them during COVID. Generally, from 2010 until the, up until the pandemic, they were just playing matches and stuff. Um, uh, but but, yeah. but going um, back to the sorry. point, Go going back <laughs> to the point of attention spans and everything. You know, uh, yeah, you know, going back, um, going back to attention spans and everything. You know, yes, I do think that uh, people do have. A short attention span, as you just saw. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Um, sorry, I got carried away. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. But uh, yeah, you know, but yeah, but 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 Adam, but going back to your point, it's like yeah, you know, people will. There's the the like what I said before, like people will. There's a tiny niche that will do that, but the vast majority of the audience will, um, you know, they will want to look at a, a advertisement that's short and to the point not like a long long time you know if that makes sense that that's a, that's easily understandable um now i've got to move on and uh talk about calais griffin the second remember him zach oh yes from um wj he was on shark tank on friday they recorded yeah the show. yeah and i show. watched him so, um so quick shout out to him well. um with that deal from Mark Cuban of, he sold it, he got, yeah, he sold his company for 
he got it exactly his offer and Adam, would um, you be able to sorry to interrupt would you be able to explain what business because i actually i missed it because i was I, I saw it on facebook as posting but i just didn't really watch it would you be able to explain to the the, the viewers um what type of business it was i was getting to that um oh, okay sorry. so <laughs> oh. all right so it's called shred skins and um and, and imagine um all right, if you've had the like sort of like, you know, a one time raincoat that you that like you've been to at ball games one time. Yes. Now you are sweating in that. You're not you don't have a shirt on and and also it's good for you because you know your shirt's not coming back soaking wet like I do when I play hockey and 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 I basically lose five pounds in in one session. Uh, so this this is a one time thing, but it's specifically designed for workouts, and uh, and you can make a killing off of this. And and he's sold so much, and and I think the fact that he was an excellent college football player out of El Paso um, certainly helped uh, helped him you know, come up with that idea because, you know, like if you're a, a hockey player or even a football player, your shirt gets sweaty. Like it's nobody's business. I just did some laundry and, um, or like I came back at midnight and, oh my God, my, my Orioles t-shirt that I wore was so soaked. It was, it was, um, unbelievable. You should have bought like, a product from him. <laughs> I, I should, I, I'm going to go, I, you know what, you know, shout out to him, go out. Um, Congrats, uh, I, 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 I got to bring this up real quickly. Um, and, uh, just go on goggle real, real quickly. And, uh, it's called shred skins. Okay. Shred. And, 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 and I actually do. Yeah. And okay. But it's spelled funny. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, for single-use sauna suit. Okay, it's a sauna suit. I mean, so, like, I, I've, ne I've never actually heard the term sauna suit until I saw him. And and he's like, and, and yeah, first page of Google. So it exists, people. Uh, so that's, you also want to mention, guys, you need to have a plan in place. Okay. Know? Okay. Uh, yeah. And speaking, you know, actually, I'm going to touch up on that before uh, I bring up uh, Kalei's product. Uh, so, so when it comes to emergency plans, um, Dave Ramsey, six months of expenses, uh, and uh, also get get a dry emergency food kit as well, because I mean, you know, there's a lot of power outages in this in that weird state called Maryland or just the DMV area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of so, those. So, so, so you might want to get some dry food as well. Like some so, emergency kit, get some extra oatmeal and, uh, and, and also, um, something where you can boil water and eat it. Rice even works as well. And, uh, also, I actually like rice noodles, though not not necessarily rice, but yeah, yeah, but but anything grains or anything where you can um, 
you know, store it where it can be saved for at least months at a time. So for people oh, who man. are listening, okay, so, so where is for people who are listening my, to this podcast? Um, uh, about about a week ago, it'll be about two hours from now, two and a half hours or so. Um, a plane crashed into some high voltage wiring, um, which closed down about there were about eighty five thousand at the height. Actually, the height. I'm sorry, it was one hundred twenty thousand uh, customers lost electric, um, especially on the east, the northern part of the county, to the eastern half of the county. Thankfully, Rob and I, where we are, we were not affected, just lights flickering. Um, unfortunately, for those of the people that did lose electric, especially the gas stations and, you know, the other small businesses as well, um, that's why you need to have an emergency plan in place. And, and especially down in the great state of Florida. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> you guys yeah, get the no, tornadoes. No, uh, emergency you know. generators are also a good plan. Yeah. Now yep. you don't have Wi-Fi, but at least you can still have power and you can um, also battery backups. So battery like backups. I, I currently have a battery backup. So that's how I knew my lights were flickering because the battery backup to my TV was flickering. So like right. I said, if you can see my smoke detector, yeah, that's battery powered. And when it goes off, the battery goes on and uh, that lasts, that'll last you about 10 years. So depending but on, I think be, but I think before we even talk about emergency preparation, yes. you, know, it, you know, I think that that if you want to start, like, okay, so let's so let's like bring it back to what we're talking about. So, I mean, for our small business, if you want to start a small business, you have to have a good plan. You have to have, you know, you have to have the will to do it. You have to have the drive to do it. You have to have make sure you have the money to do it. You also have to make sure that your marketing is on point. You have yes. to make sure that all of this stuff goes hand in hand, you know, and talking about the, about the, who was he, he was talking about Goliath? Goliath? Um, Something. What was, it was, can you repeat the name again, Adam? Could you it's Mr. Griffin, Mr. Griffin, Mr. Uh, Griffin. Yeah, Casey or Calais Griffin. We, we yeah, call him Casey Griffin. because apparently, um, yeah, that Calais was his first name and C was so, something he went by Casey in high school. Adam and I, yeah, went to yeah. Walter yeah. Johnson. He was, yeah. I think, I think with his business is that he saw a problem. He invented something. It got very popular. Then he needed maybe more capital. Then he went on Shark Tank. He wanted, he got a deal with Shark Tank. Now he's selling a lot more because of his status. And we also, because he was, he has a deal by a very famous, famous investor. So I think that's why it, it worked out for him. You know, um, some people aren't as lucky and they have to do a lot more work, Correct. you know, to get where they want to go. Um, so it's, it's good to use that as like a, Oh, I want to get there. You know, how do I, how am I going to get there? You exactly. know, but it's, it's mostly like, okay, it's mostly like with the plan is like, okay, you have to de develop it up of, short-term goals and long-term where do you want to go short-term where do you want to go long-term girls and where do you want to see yourself like let's say in six months where do you, a, a year maybe that's short-term well then long-term yeah. is probably like 10 years where do i see myself life. in five yeah. to ten years yes life skill classes check your local community colleges i had uh, maybe she rests in business classes well business classes yes. but also life skills because life skills classes um, help you. Uh, may she rest in peace. I had a um, professor. She was a life skills teacher. Um, we'd meet up regularly, you know, talk stuff, etc. 
She was so happy when I started my business. Unfortunately, she passed during COVID, not because of COVID, but another medical problem, but may she rest in peace. Um, she kept me on track. And if she were here still today, she probably would be looking down and probably telling me you're doing a great job and you're, you know, meeting up and stuff like that with her helped me. Yeah, if it wasn't for her, I probably would not been able to one, move out on my own, number two, start my own business and, you know, work in the school system. So, you know, I'm grateful for, I'm, I'm thankful and grateful for all the support from my family and my friends. Um, I think teachers. it's good. I think it's good to, you have to have support from, if you're starting a business, you want to have support from friends and family. You want to make sure that you have people on your team that will support you. Um, and you want to make sure that if somebody's not supporting you, just to not associate, yes. just to keep yep. them at length, just keep them over there on the sidelines and have the people and embrace the people who do want to, who, who do want to, you know, see you succeed, who see your vision and they want to help you in whatever way they can, you know, to, to help you with that goal that you want to do yep. or that business that you want to go into. Okay, perfect. Um, so to each of you now, how do you balance your time? How do I balance my time? Um, I keep notes on my phone, like say, okay, today I'm going to work on this task. Tomorrow I'm going to work on this task. Okay, then on Monday I have to go, okay, just for example, on Monday I have to go and call everybody in the morning for to start the week off. Okay, then I have to do that. Then maybe on Tuesday I might do another task. Wednesday, my day. so I, I have all of my plans and notes of what I of where I want to go during the weekend, what I have to do. You know, I think even you know Google Calendar is a very good uh, tool for that because I have all of my appointments in it, all of my client stuff. You know, in that uh, dot in that drive. So it's good to it's good to manage it because it will also help you out with your business as well. Um, my so, end, I'm flexible. Sorry to cut you off, Adam. Go ahead. What did you say? No, no, I said go ahead. Okay. Um, my business is flexible. So I set the schedule when I want. Um, you know, it's first come, first serve, whoever picks up. With the sun setting before five o'clock, I only have a four and a 4.30 slot. So it can be either an hour or half hour. Um, I mentioned Google Calendar. So if I have like a doctor appointment, I have to make sure I block off the time so no one can book. Um, from the booking site. Yeah. There have been actually times where I've not blocked it off and the client has booked the lesson. So I've actually kind of said, I apologize about that. I've made up the lesson for them. Could you uh, imagine, could you imagine like in the next like century or whenever, like hundred years, could you imagine if you could clone yourself and then that, you can that would be great. have a clone yourself. So you have one per, you have one of you doing what you haven't had to do. Then you have another person. See? You just, relaxing at your house does making money you know but having somebody else <laughs> patent that right now <laughs> well no no i mean we 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 are actually capable of cloning humans that's actually no joke uh just a little side note but, but, but yeah you, i'm telling rob to patent that if he wants to <laughs> because like i mean you know you know what you know talking about time management like there's some days where because you know pre-pandemic but before the pandemic i mean i was on the road i mean i was i had to go to i had to go to school i had to go i went to school i went 
to my day job, which I'm not going to say what my day job is, um, for, for, for security reasons and public <laughs> reasons, you know. Um, but, and then I had to go and hit the road. I had to go to Baltimore Friday night. The next, even Zachy, even you were there, too, even then the next night, Delaware. Saturday night, I had to go to maybe Virginia. And then Sunday night, I was back in Baltimore. So, you know, it's, Delaware. It, you know, it can really, you know, talking about time management, I mean, it could really wear on you and, you know, to have a, a small business and trying to make your business thrive because you have this drive, but sometimes you get burnt out. I also think it's time for, you know, and, but I think some of the, the good parts about the pandemic, I mean, yes, I lost business, a lot of business, you know, but I also think what was good is that I think that it also had, had people kind of sit back and reflect on where they're, where they are, you know, just take a break from life for a little bit. You know, I think Great. that, yep. you know, in America, we're always go, 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 you're here, there, whatever. And I think that, you know, that time, I think that, I mean, even I reflected too, you know, on, on just, okay, this is where I'm going, but now, okay, where can I go once we open, you know? So it's sort of like, you know, rest and re-reflect, you know, I think that's a very big thing that you have to do in, in any business, you know, you have to make sure that you're having time to sleep, having, making sure that you're eating the right foods, making sure that you're having the energy to totally go. agree. Yep. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Um, I guess uh, I can, we can wrap it up on diet and then I'll just ask you if, uh, if you want to, if either of you two want to chime in on, um, on anything else. Uh, so diet, um, when we went into lockdown from the government, when the government started issuing the lockdowns, this was in the, this was in all 50 states. Uh, what? Well, not, not just here, Adam, also in the, in the I, other, yeah, every, yeah, the every single well. government you could name, put the lockdown somewhere national, uh, for the U S we were States. Um, and, and at one point, all 50 States were in lockdown. Now, when it first started, I gave up bread and, and I did not have, and I think the only sugar I had was like enjoy life chocolate. And I wasn't eating that every night. I was only eating that maybe four nights a week. So enjoy like, life. What? Enjoy life chocolate. You, you know, you know, you, you know, I, I, I love that chocolate, chocolate, by the way, Rob, I love enjoy life. You know what? Enjoy life is great because it doesn't have preservatives. It doesn't have anything. Now, you know, during the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off about him, but you know, I got very sick during the pandemic. I had yeah. stomach problems. I had, I had gallbladder disease. I had other stuff going on, you know, uh, and then I had a skin thing, you know, going on, but then, um, you know, so I lost some weight during the, the pandemic because of all of that stuff. But then after we opened up and after I was able to go well again, then I, then I started to eat a lot of the foods that I could eat again. You know? yep. So I gained yeah. weight. But, but, you know, but I do think that also stress too played a part in, in what, in, in, because, because, you know, you have a small business and you're like, okay, oh my God, you know, where, where do I stand now? You know, yep. because I lost all of these time, yep. this time. And now I don't know where I want to go now. You know, I think yes. stress also is stress is a big thing, you know, time of yes. time of Now, yes. I do want to mention that uh, I also didn't have any bread. So I essentially was on keto for like a month, almost like, like with the exception of maybe potatoes and oats, I had no bread at all. And, and I, and I did have some fruit in there, of course, because I mean, like, you need that vitamin C. And no, I was down to 172 pounds 
like I lost 13 pounds, like, or like I lost like 15 pounds in, in all of it. And when, you know, in the quarantine 15 hit, like everyone was gaining 15 pounds. I lost weight at 172. I lost it because I wasn't eating bread or any uh, New York accent coming in. You know, I lost (laughs) it because. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I lost 15 pounds because I was not eating bread or potatoes and, or yeah, I like, it was on a very special occasion when I had like a New York strip steak, because like, of course, you're going to be locked in your house. You have to have that steak. Uh, might as well reward yourself uh, with that. And so it was, so for most of my time, it was, it was like, you know, eggs and sausage and black coffee for breakfast. And then lunch, I'd have um, a salad with meat and I'd mix you know, and mix that up. And then for dinner, it was, um, it was like salmon with broccoli. So, very so sorry to cut you off. Speaking of diet, um, studies have shown, especially for tennis coaches, um, they mainly, mainly have, and tennis players as well, actually, uh, two meals a day. So they have a breakfast and they have a dinner. And then so, they eat, have like small little veggies. No. You know, tomatoes, carrots, celery, whatever, broccoli, no. cut up Wait. for their snack for the day. So, um, good. Okay. So, is now are the I I would suggest that the meals would be bigger. I I mean, I'd figure that the the meals would be bigger I in mean, size you know, because and not and you're not eating three meals a day and you're but you still have to eat two thousand calories. So then, so then let me ask you, Adam, you were on keto, right? So does that mean that you had mostly meat and fat and you, you did less carbs? Yeah. I mean, like I had half an avocado with breakfast. I'd meat. save one half mm-hmm. for lunch like sometimes. And yeah, um, when I ordered from a restaurant uh, such as Sin and Grin in this weird place called Kentlands, you might've heard of it. Uh, the... I would get a gyro salad and um and that w- kept me on keto for so long and then and then when I broke it in like May or something uh it's like when I got that Philly cheesesteak from there I was like oh my god this is the best thing in the world when when you it, eat some people do keto and and like they eat like like uh, I talked to somebody and they said oh I just had a plate of bacon on the keto yeah, it's, diet. It's mainly meat. It's mainly meat. Yeah. So, but, but you know what? But some people, depending on what stage you're in, I think that even when you start a diet or anything, you should probably talk to a doctor because some people can't, they can't do well on right. ketogenic diet because if you have a gallbladder problem, like I had, you know, having high amounts of fat is not good for you either. So that's not that also brings up. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and I mean, you eat vegetables and stuff in your diet. But, you know, so I mean, unless you have any underlying health conditions, I mean, you know, you're not. What? Excuse yeah, me. Okay. Oh, 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 you were just on. All right. No, so, I mean, it's not going to typically. I mean, typically keto has been a benefit for most people. Now, um, all right. Uh, I guess I'll cover diet. Um, anything else so you want to wrap up on thing? before I um, so so uh, actually in the recording. 
So exercise and so back to the diet. So also exercising. So it's the amount of, so you exercise, make sure you get your 60 minutes in a day. Um, also um, it's diets, portion control. So just the amount of food you eat as well. You know, I think my idea of exercise is me going from my room to the, to the kitchen, then back up to my room, going up and down the stairs. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean you, live in a condo, you live in a condo building like myself. No, it was 16 flights. So I could sit over there and then walk over to the fridge and then walk back over there. And that could be like my, my two steps. <laughs> I mean, Rob, if you ever played hockey, like, I mean, it's, it's very difficult to, I would not it's, it's very difficult to actually keep your weight up when you're training every day. Um, no, Bob, Bob, Adam, Bobby can't go on the ice rink because he'll break the ice rink. <laughs> Sorry. No offense. No offense. Okay. All right. But if you get yourself on skates and you like really go hard and, and if you've been there where I've been for 16 years, you'd you get this because it is difficult to master. Like you're working all your different ankle muscles and everything there. And if you, with the intensity, like hockey players, there's a Zidane Chara was, was all right. And, and this is why I love hockey. Zidane Chara weighed 250 pounds and he was six, nine. He was the tallest he was, I think he might've been the tallest, um, hockey po player. Um, I don't know Not, out of, uh, I don't know. He was the tallest hockey player, at least in, for, I, I think for the entire NHL and he weighed 250 pounds at like six, nine. And that's like, that is skinny. That is skinny. So, um so like Hold because on. it just requires so much intensity and you're burning so many calories every time you go on a shift because you're going full force for a minute uh like and you do that for like you know a dozen or so shifts even that yeah you're gonna be intense and you're gonna be sweating your butt off but yeah, all right. I guess that'll do it. Um, unless you two um want to shout anything out or just um yeah, just send yeah, just send me your send me your uh, links went after this, by the way, and just email Definitely. that to me. And I know I've been doing a lot of shout out during the whole thing, but uh, shout out to Tennis for Kids. Um, if you guys are in the DC Baltimore region, Rockville area, I'm sorry. So. <gasps> Rock finally, I finally yeah. have a name for, for my business now. It's RF or it's no, it's RS Social Media Solutions. So Rob saw Social Media Solutions. See? Okay, perfect. And uh, and, and, and all these links will be on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook <laughs> at Rob Saw Show. Okay, and, and and all these links will be in the show notes. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Blue Oasis podcast. Adam, thank you for having us this afternoon. We greatly All right, and the recording. Food. <laughs> and, uh, and that will um, do it for the recording. Thank you very much, and take okay. care. Have a wonderful have afternoon. A, have a wonderful